on today's program amen with that blessing with that miracle when you can't even stay faithful to him from one day to the next amen your voice has become unfamiliar to him amen i said your voice has become unfamiliar to him amen but hallelujah return unto me and i will return unto you amen hallelujah god wants you to return unto him amen god wants hallelujah for you to run to him draw nigh unto me and i will draw nigh unto you all of that and more next on today's truth chapter 12 starting in verse 9 reading through 13 Romans chapter 12 and verse 9 amen let love be without dissimulation abhor that which is evil amen cleave to that which is good be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love and honor preferring one another Amen. This is not my message, but if you're one of those that always has to be first, you're not holy. Amen. If you always got to get the, to the restaurant first, and I'm not talking about you're trying to be nice and go get a seat for everybody. Amen. But if you just have to be that one that's always trying to be by the pastor or preferring one another, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength amen they that wait they that amen serve the Lord amen rejoicing in hope patient in tribulation amen how many of y'all can say that you're patient when you're going through hell in your life how many of y'all can say I just wake up rejoicing when I'm going through hell in my life Nope. Amen. Me neither. I don't do a good enough job at it. Amen. Patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. Somebody say continuing instant in prayer. Distributing to the necessity of saints and giving to hospitality. You may be seated. There's so much. In those five verses, so much. We can teach or preach a series in those five verses right there. Amen. About loving and about preferring your brother. Amen. To cleaving to that which is good. To, amen, abstain from the things that are evil. Amen. Really, I, what I could have just titled this message is, amen, the keys, amen, to Christianity or the keys to living a successful life as an apostolic because they're all here in these five verses. <clears throat> Amen. But what I want to zone in now, the keyboard quit playing and that makes me nervous. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Because y'all, y'all are quiet now. And, and I don't know where you're eating after church tonight. Amen. But I promise it's, uh, I'm going to try to preach not long enough to wear their clothes. You're still going to make it. Amen. So if you, can, you guys could just take a little while and try to respond to the word. Amen. It's not me tonight. Amen. If it's me, Lord, get me out of the way, but anoint the words, Jesus. Amen. But I want to just preach about unfamiliar voices. Amen. Unfamiliar voices. Amen. You know, this wasn't really part of my message either, but God kind of just tapped me on the shoulder earlier and whispered in my voice and told me to tell some people, amen, don't listen to those who are Christians today, but they weren't yesterday. Hallelujah. Let me say it again. Don't listen to those voices, amen, in your life, amen, that are up today, but they were down yesterday, amen. They're constantly on a, amen, roller coaster ride for Jesus, amen. They don't know if they're depressed one day or happy the next day, and amen. The Bible says, woe to them that are given to change, amen. You see, Jesus likes consistency, Amen. I said, Jesus likes consistency. Amen. If you're going to pray five minutes, you pray five minutes every day. Now, if you develop a relationship with God and you fall in love with God, you're going to learn to love him and pray more than five minutes a day. Amen. But if you're going to pray, amen, I don't care if it's five minutes. You do it every single day until God, amen, pushes you to more. Amen. But those who want to brag about their three-hour prayer life once a month, amen, uh, I, I ain't got no time to hear it. Amen. And those people who can. I felt a pastoral authority coming over me and I'm trying to back up here. Amen. Don't listen. Amen. To unfamiliar voices. Amen. My goodness. It's not even what I'm planning on preaching, but it goes tonight. Don't listen to voices, amen, that are so unstable, hallelujah, that they don't know, amen, from day to day exactly, amen, what decision they're going to make, what, amen, state of mind they're in, amen. Continuing instant in prayer, amen. The definition for continuing, amen, is continuous, constant, Needing no renewal, enduring. And some of y'all might say, what do you mean needing no renewal? We're supposed to renew ourselves every day. But what it, it's not saying not to be renewed. It's saying that if you're continuing, you're in a constant state of renewal. Amen. Hallelujah. Continuous or constant. The word constant there that you find in the definition of continuing means marked by firm, steadfast resolution or faithfulness. Amen. Or like the word I already used, consistent. Amen. Marked by firm, steadfast resolution or faithfulness. Exhibiting constancy of mind or attachment. Uh, continually occurring or recurring, regular, a constant flow. And the word continuous means marked by uninterrupted extension in space, time, or sequence. Amen. What does that tell me, Sister Lana? That tells me, uh, 
amen, that it doesn't matter what's going on in your world. It's not going to affect how you live for God. Amen. I said it doesn't matter, hallelujah, how much money, amen, is in the bank or how much gas is in the tank. Amen. It's not going to affect, amen. Well, I just didn't feel like praying today because I woke up just feeling a little bit depressed. Amen. I would tell y'all tonight, amen, that if you wake up feeling that way, amen, Brother Wade already told you not to own that because depression is not who you are. Amen. And the The Bible tells us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. And if you wake up feeling that way, maybe you should just leap a little while. Amen. And you'll get a little joy in your life. Maybe a little of that spiritual blood will start pumping through your veins. Amen. Maybe you'll forget about what you were depressed over. Amen. And maybe you'll start to realize that God has been good to me. Amen. I don't... uh, I might not know, hallelujah, how I'm going to pay, amen, that utility bill. I might not know how I'm going to pay my house payment. I might not know how I'm going to feed my kids, amen, throughout the month, amen. But the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away, amen. But still blessed be the name of the Lord. He's never failed me. He's not going to fail me. He's never left me. He's not going to start now. Nothing is more annoying. And I'm just trying to be real. Exactly, Pastor. Nothing is more annoying than those saints of God who are wishy washy. Amen. They can never be consistent. You see them coming into the house of God and They could be happy this morning and unhappy tonight. Amen. And they, you know, I'm just going to tell you something. Amen. We are flesh. Amen. It doesn't mean that our flesh rules. Amen. Because the Bible says that the flesh and the spirit are contrary one to another. Amen. But we got to feed that spirit more than we do the flesh. Amen. That way we have power in the Holy Ghost to overcome. Amen. The works of the flesh. Amen. But I'm not here to tell you tonight that we're not ever going to struggle and that we're not ever going to go through things. Amen. But when you come into the house of God and the whole church knows that sister so-and-so or brother Brother, so-and-so is going through their little ordeal again. Amen. Let me tell you, saints of God, especially if you're supposed to be labeled as a leader. Amen. You're You're supposed to be the one. Amen. Lifting up the hands that hang down. You're supposed to be the one encouraging the others. Amen. We can look, we can look around tonight and see. Amen. There's a few spiritual babies in the house. Amen. That's not a derogatory term. Amen. That's just to say, amen, you're just a little bit newer than the rest of us. Amen. You haven't learned everything. Amen. We all have to learn. Amen. I would tell you that if you're in a constant state of up and down and yo-yo and roller coaster, amen, that God says, I would that you would be hot or cold. Amen. But because you are lukewarm, I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. God is looking for somebody who is going to continue
You see, the unfamiliar voices that I want to talk to you for a while tonight about is those ones, amen, who don't know how to get a relationship with God at home, amen, but come to church and seek, amen, just to soak up and quench up and, and, and like a sponge, amen, just draw the spirit of God. And God says, you know, amen, you can get in my presence, amen, but your voice is not so familiar to me, amen. You uh, Did you pray Monday, amen? Oh, did you get too busy? Did you wake up finding yourself on social media or, or did you wake up, amen, hallelujah, Maybe you didn't choose uh, to get out of bed early enough, amen, so you got busy about your day. Uh, and before you knew it, you laid your head on the pillow at night, uh, amen, and you said to yourself, man, I've gone uh, another day and I've forgotten to pray. I've forgotten to read the word, but yet you come to the house of God, uh, amen, constantly seeking. You talked about it before, Pastor. Amen. Like a drug. We're spiritual junkies coming to the house of God just looking for our next fix. Amen. That's an unfamiliar voice to God. Amen. That's an unfamiliar voice. Amen. When we cry out and God says, wow. Amen. I haven't heard that sound in quite some time. Amen. But you know who God's going to bless. Amen. I'm not saying that there's not a blessing for you. Amen. Because today is a day. Amen. Of salvation. Today is a day. Amen to start. Amen. I'm not saying that there's not a blessing, but the ones that God is really going to bless is the ones that said, guess what? I'm not feeling good today. Amen. But I choose to serve the Lord. My back's hurting. I really don't even feel like getting out of bed. Amen. But God's been too good for me. Amen. I got to praise him. I got to read his word. I got to find myself, amen, in a corner crying out because because he's faithful. Amen. Well, you say, it, Pastor, you just don't understand what I'm going through. It ain't for me to understand what you're going through. Amen. I don't even want to understand what you're going through. Amen. We're living on this carnal planet. Amen. We're living on this earth that we're only promised so much time in. Amen. This ain't heaven. You are going to go through some things. It doesn't matter if you were to be able to explain to me every situation of life that, that you're facing, every trial, every tribulation. It doesn't matter. Amen. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Amen. It doesn't make the fact that you need to serve a righteous God. Amen. Any less. In fact, it makes it even more. Amen. Because I'm just going to tell you, amen, Dr. Who, amen, whoever he is, amen, with a psychology degree, amen, they can't fix your problem. Amen. Hallelujah. The doctor at Baptist Health, that, that's going to prescribe you some kind of pill. Amen. They can't fix your problem. Amen. The loan at the bank, amen, amen, or the... Or the uh, Finance company, there's another word I was looking for. That's okay. Amen. That's not going to fix your problem. It's just going to come with another payment that you have to make. Amen. Calling your friend and gossiping about that person that you're once again offended at. It's not going to fix your problem. Because talking to men about God 
Hey, that don't do no good, but talking to God about man, uh, amen, that's take, that takes care of the problem. Amen. If you have a problem with somebody, why don't you get on your knees and pray for them? Amen. How, you know, the Bible tells me that I even have to pray for my enemy. Amen. Pray for them that despitefully, amen, use you. Amen. Speak all manner of evil against you. Amen. You know why David had favor even with the enemy? Amen. He knew how to pray for them. You know that psalm that says he prepares the table before me in the presence of my enemy? Amen. He prepares a table before me in the presence of mine enemy. That means even I am going to have favor even with the enemy. Continuing. Continuing. You want God to take sick. Take care of some problems in your life. Amen. You need to learn to continue. Amen. Quit trying to come to the house of God and look for God to bail you out or put a needle in your arm to make you feel better. Amen. Some of us have been waiting for that promise for a long time, but it's only going to come when we learn to continue. Amen. Come on steadfastly. Amen. Steadfastly. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 15 says, See that none render evil for evil unto any man. Amen. You see, it's funny because this is now the second scripture that I'm reading. And I'm, and I'm getting to a, to a scripture about prayer, but it's talking about not to be evil to any man. Amen. Because you might try to cry out to God for three hours a day. Amen. But if you have something in your heart against your neighbor, amen, God's not hearing your prayers. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but... Ever follow that which is good both among yourselves and to all men. Rejoice evermore. Rejoice evermore. Rejoice evermore. <laughs> it's terrible. It's just, it's, it's just tough. Life is hard. Amen. I'm telling you. Amen. It's funny though because I've been around the people who can offer all the advice. That's another thing I got to tell some of y'all. If you know Joe Blow over here, amen, can't pay their bills, don't ask them for, for financial advice. Amen. That's not pointing fingers to anybody. Hallelujah. Talk to somebody who's overcome it. Amen. If you Don't talk to somebody who's been divorced ten times, amen, and, and ask for marriage counsel. I mean, I guess you can go to them and say, hey, amen, tell me what not to do, please. Hallelujah. Rejoice evermore. Amen. It's about time apostolics start putting a smile on their face. Amen. Everywhere we go. Hallelujah. Amen. People think that we're half depressed that our cat got run over our tractor broke down. Amen. We might as well just go ahead and write a country song. Amen. And, and, and we got a tear in our beer. Amen. But we just need to go ahead and rejoice evermore. Amen. Because we know the one who gives life and we know the one who takes it away. Amen. We know the one who places kings in positions and takes them out of positions. We we know the one who gives us the favor. Amen. Come on, somebody. We know uh, who our Jehovah Jireh is, our provider, our healer, our banner. Amen. We know, uh, amen, the God who still sits on the throne. Rejoice evermore. 
Pray without ceasing. What? Pray without ceasing. Continue. Amen. Unfamiliar voices, some of y'all. Amen. God wouldn't know your voice. Amen. If you screamed at him in a megaphone. Well, God knows everything. He knows the hairs on my head. He knew me when it, before I was formed in my mother's womb. It's funny, though, Pastor, because he knows everybody, but that... Why is it that when you get to the end, amen, if you've not done what you're supposed to, he says, depart from me, thy worker of iniquity. I never knew you. Oh, he knows me. Oh, well, he never knew you. What do you mean he never knew me? I was at church faithfully. I prayed every once in a while. He never knew me. Some of y'all might remember the message I preached. About the things God forgets. I think that was the title. Ask Brother Heath. He remembers my messages better than I do. Amen. The things God forgets. You see, when you ask, when you come to an altar of repentance and you pray a sincere prayer. And you turn away from those sins and you walk away. You see, the Bible talks about God throwing those things as far as the east is from the west. He never remembers it. Never remembers it. That's one thing that God forgets. But I'm going to tell you, he forgets who you are. Amen. If you find yourself falling out of love with this great truth, walking away from it, loving the things of the world. Bible says he who sins is of the father, he who sins is of his father, the devil. Amen. I want to live a righteous life. Brother Timmy, one that's pleasing to God. Amen. I want God to know my voice. We read about Moses in the Old Testament. The Bible says that he spoke face to face with him. I'm talking about one of the greatest, well, the greatest known prophet in the, in the Bible. God knew his voice. Amen. God had a relationship with him, and that didn't come, amen, from him calling his name, amen, once a month. Amen. That's not how you grow familiar with somebody. Amen. I love my wife, and I'm here to tell you we wouldn't be married today, amen, if we had have had a long-distance relationship. Amen. If I never knew, let her know what I was doing, amen, good chance we wouldn't be married today. Amen. If I just left the house, amen, and didn't tell her what was going on. In fact, if I even leave for work without telling that woman that I love her or, and giving her a kiss and leaving, I don't care if she's snoring in the bed. Amen. Why? Because I'm talking about familiar. Amen. There's familiar, but then there's also unfamiliar. Amen. God. Amen. Do you want God to know your voice? Amen. Why don't you get on your knees and get a relationship with him? Amen. Why don't you start plowing? Amen. In the Holy Ghost. Amen. Why don't you amen, get, a, get a spot on the carpet where you walk back and forth or where you kneel down? Amen. Every day and it's just worn out. Amen. Because of the hours of prayer that you put in. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. Amen. Amen. Let me tell you, you're not a very good example of an apostolic if there's never thanksgiving coming out of your mouth. 
if it's always negativity. Amen. Don't let, be, don't let the person you vent to, amen, be somebody that's not in church. Please. Please. Amen. Don't give apostolics a bad name by telling them how, how bad the church is and everything that's wrong with it. Those words should never come out of your mouth. This should be the greatest thing ever. We have the greatest pastor, and I'm not just talking about faking it. Amen. We have the greatest pastor. Amen. We have the greatest singers, and that's not me saying we have the greatest singers. Amen. Because bragging. No. Amen. I'm not about pride, but I'm saying that's the way we should feel about our church. Amen. We have the greatest pastor. We have the greatest singers. We have the greatest saints of God. Amen. Don't ever let anything else come out of your mouth besides that when you're talking to anybody. Amen. That's not in church. Or that's in church for that matter. Amen. I'm just going to tell you, this ain't apostolicventing.com. Amen. If all you can do when you're getting together for fellowship is vent about everything that's wrong with the church, by all means, please just quit hanging out with each other. Go home. Hallelujah. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Amen. Quench not the spirit. Despise not prophesying. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good and abstain from all appearance of evil. Amen. There's so many nuggets in here. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. Despise not prophesying. Amen. Abstain from all appearance of evil. Why are we going around whining about what God hasn't done for us. You realize when you get mad at God because he hasn't performed that thing which he promised you fast enough. And then you start looking at things, doing things, talking about things, gossiping. Amen. Abstain from all appearance of evil. You really expect God just to come along real quick. Amen. With that blessing, with that miracle. When you can't even stay faithful to him from one day to the next. Amen. Your voice has become unfamiliar to him. Amen. I said your voice has become unfamiliar to him. Amen. But hallelujah. Return unto me and I will return unto you amen hallelujah god wants you to return unto him amen god wants hallelujah for you to run to him draw nigh unto me and i will draw nigh unto you amen that voice can become familiar to him amen the revival comes when we learn to have a relationship at home Amen. When our family can have revival, then the church can have revival. Amen. Who was it? I don't know if somebody said it or somebody said it on or put it on a text message. One of these preachers that says, don't expect to pray somebody through to the Holy Ghost if you haven't been praying for them at home. Well, I'm not going to pray for them. I'm not going to pray for them. 
They didn't take time to talk to me. Y'all quit whining because you know when you talk to me and I tell you the truth, you're just going to cry about it anyway. Pastor, please just give me some of your time. Why? So you can go talk to everybody in the church and tell them how mad you are at me because I told you the truth. When we've been preaching it across the pulpit the whole time anyway. Amen. And we say it all the time. Pastor, pastor come, people come asking for help and, and we ask them if they pray, they get mad. No, of course I haven't prayed. You're supposed to be praying for me. I don't have to pray. All I have to do is hang on to the coattail of the man of God and hope to God he has a relationship. That's not the way it works. Oh, yes, God places pastors. Amen. According to his heart to be the watchman on the wall for your soul. But that doesn't mean that we can drag you to heaven. Amen. You got to seek out your own salvation with fear and with trembling. Amen. You got to, hallelujah, come to the throne of grace boldly every single day. Amen. Hallelujah. Because we got to realize in my flesh, Brother West, in my flesh there's nothing good. Amen. Nothing good at all. So I have to wake up every day and make sure there's nothing unclean in me. Amen. I don't care if I just prayed hallelujah before I went to sleep and asked forgiveness. Amen. I'm going to do it again because I want to make sure that, amen, as I start my day, there's nothing that's displeasing to God. Amen. We need to learn. Amen. God is coming. God is coming so soon. Amen. We have to learn, amen, to get a relationship with God for ourselves. Amen. We are not apostolic babysitters. Amen. I'm sorry. I'm not here to, I'm not trying to be a snob or antisocial or hurt your feelings and tell you I'm not going to make time for you or pray for you. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying if that's the only thing that you can do, amen, to be encouraged, amen, you're probably not going to make it because what did David say? Amen. It said that he encouraged himself in the Lord. He encouraged himself. What happened when he went to Ziglag and <clears throat> the enemy had taken everything, his wives, his children, amen, everything in the camp. Yeah, sure, he, he fell on his knees and he cried out, amen, that's okay, hallelujah. But what did he do? He sought God. He said, go get me the ephod. Shall I pursue? Amen, and God said, yes, pursue, amen, and you shall recover all. Amen. He didn't, go, he didn't go crying to the enemy. Amen. He didn't go crying. Amen. To his soldiers. Amen. He fell before the Lord. He encouraged himself. Amen. And he sought God. Amen. But David, oh yeah, he made mistakes. Amen. Pastor talked about it this morning. He was an adulterer. He was a murderer. Amen. But he knew how to fall on his face and repent before God. Creating me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. Amen. He knew how to do that. He, had, he knew how to get a relationship with God for himself. Amen. And his voice was familiar to God. Come on, there's an answer in here for somebody tonight. I said there's an answer. Amen. It's high time that we get a greater relationship with him than we've ever had, Brother Chuck. Amen. It's closer every, 
every single day. Excuse me. It's closer every single day. Amen. You see, I had that time off with my wife, and, you know, unless you're just a workaholic, which I work with one at work, and he... He didn't even make it two day, two weeks, and he was he was ready to come back to work. And I told him, he told me, oh, yeah, you're going to be ready. I said, you're crazy. Nope, sorry. I'm not going to be ready to come back to work. I'm thankful for my job, but nope. Even my wife and I talked. She's like, oh, I'm just not going to know what to do with myself when you go back to work, and I'm going to be so sad. And we could have just sat around and had a pity party. But I told her, I said, you know what? I'm just going to thank God that he's given us this time together. Amen. And I'm just going to thank God. Amen. That I have the kind of job that I do and the kind of favor that I have. Amen. And I went back and I had a thankful heart. Amen. Y'all want to whine about everything that's wrong with your job and everything that's wrong with this and that. Amen. Well, guess what? You can go up and down the road and see there's signs everywhere that says hiring, 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 hiring. Because people don't want to work. Amen. So when I can say that I've been at a job for about 17 and a half years, uh, amen, I promise you, Pastor, I'm going to thank God every day for it. Amen. I said I'm going to thank God every day for it. Amen. Hallelujah. Matthew 6, 33 and 34, we can probably all quote this. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Amen. Are y'all seeking God? Are y'all putting him first? Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Are you being righteous? Are you seeking his righteousness? Because before you do those things, you can't even begin to whine about why God hasn't done something. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. That's not a maybe. Come on, I said that's not a maybe. That's a promise. Amen. Maybe some of us should go home and we should order some things in our home. Order your house. If there's things there that God's not pleased with, get it out of your house. Amen. If there's music you're listening to that God's not pleased with, get it out of your house. Get it off your radio station. Well, you're just being dogmatic now. You're just being self-righteous now. I'm just going to tell you something. You drive around, amen, the city listening to some of these songs and wonder why you're coming home depressed. When they're talking about how they're, they just found their wife with another man. I'm laying in bed with whoever, but I've got whoever else on my mind. You tell me that God's pleased with listening to that garbage? Well, I just don't have a conviction about that. There's some things you don't have to be convicted over. It's just common sense. I'm not going to name any names, but I used to work with a Pentecostal boy that says, well, I just don't have a conviction over that. And I just decided real quickly that I'm not his pastor, so I'm just going to leave it alone. Yeah. 
And I just don't have a conviction over it. How do you not have a conviction? The Bible says if you look on a woman as to lust, it's the same as committing adultery with her. But you can listen to some rap song that talks about gangbanging, amen, and not feel a conviction about it. You, you're not apostolic. Man, is that, a little, is that too hard for somebody? Amen. I said, you're not apostolic. You don't have to pray for God to give you a conviction over that. The Bible says hating is the same as murder. But some of this trash you're listening to, amen, and some of these video games that you're allowing your children to play are promoting hate, amen, with every click of the button. And you're wondering why they have a smart aleck mouth, amen, and they're angry and they're filled with hatred. You don't have to ask God for a conviction about that. Uh, seek you first. Well, what does it say after you do this? Amen. All these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Amen. You see, I'm just going to tell you. Be not ignorant concerning the devil's devices. Brother, Brother Burns quoted that scripture this week. Amen. Amen. I promise you, when you're facing your weakest time, that's when, that's when the devil's going to pop up with something. I mean, don't get me wrong. When you have just an amazing service and you just, you're refilled with the Holy Ghost and you're just speaking in tongues, you get drunk on the Holy Ghost. Yeah, yeah he's going to fight you. But he's not, he's stupid, but he's not stupid. He's good at what he does. Amen. He's going to wait till you're down and you're weak and maybe you didn't pray like you need to. (laughs) Trying to be good, guys. Hallelujah. Matthew 11, verse 12, you could probably quote this one too. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violent, and the violent take it by force. Amen. How many of y'all go to a buffet and, and the waiter has to tell you to start eating? I mean, I know y'all just roll up in there. You've already paid, and you go and pick up your plate, and you're waiting at the buffet, and you're and you're just standing there, all polite. Somebody's looking at you like you're stupid. Well, they haven't told me to go yet. They haven't. They don't have to tell you to go. You've already paid for it. Amen. Go get all you can eat. Amen. You see, the word of God's already given us the answer, but you got to get a little bit more violent, amen, about it, and you got to approach the throne of God boldly and quit praying a little patty cake prayer, amen, because you're not talking, amen, to some lost God. You're talking to your daddy. And your daddy ain't going to leave you starving, and he ain't going to leave you, amen, begging, and he's not going to leave you, amen, with no finances, and he's not... 
Amen. But he's looking for somebody to approach him uh, and say, Lord, uh, amen, I have done everything that your word uh, has told me to do. Uh, Lord, I am seeking your face, God. Uh, amen. I'm trying with everything that is within me, and your word cannot lie. Now, I am expecting a miracle to happen today. Oh, what do you mean, Pastor? I can't talk to God like that. He's God. I'm just little old me. I'm just little old me. Jesus. That's what we're doing. Jesus, I just don't know how I'm going to make it, Lord. I'm just going to tell you, amen, some of y'all who are constantly waiting just for, amen, this just divine lightning bolt to hit you so you feel good enough to do something for God. If the Lord tarries, I'll see you here in about 30 years sitting in the same spot. Because there's nothing in the scripture that says, amen, waiting for the Lord to hit you and feel good, amen, to start worshiping. It doesn't feel good, amen, to work a 10 and a half hour day or a 12 hour day, amen, all the time and come and, and just worship God. It don't always feel good. Sometimes that couch, amen, feels a lot better to our flesh. Amen. Sometimes we roll in this place and our back's hurting and all we want to do is just sit down and amen. Try being on the praise team where you don't just get to sit in the pew every single service and stare. Amen. <laughs> but you see, what is it? Is it Newton's law of physics? I don't know. I never was too good at science or physics. Amen. That's not actually the one I was looking for, but that's a very good one. Amen. Start doing something and maybe your body will continue to do something. Get off your lazy rump. Amen. And, and, and your body might actually work better than you thought it did. Amen. No, that's not the one I was looking for, but that'll preach. Amen. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Except with God, it doesn't work that way. Amen. Because God said, uh, if you would just get up and respond, uh, amen, my reaction is going to be a lot more, amen, than your action was. Uh, amen. His... His reaction is not opposite and equal, amen, but it's so much greater, amen, that we could ever imagine, amen, but you just got to get up, amen, and let those legs start moving, and let those hands start waving, amen, and let your mouth start speaking, amen, thankfulness to God. Well, I just feel lazy. Amen. Well, guess what? I figured out that laziness is hard work. We figured that out, didn't we, Sister Tracy? Laziness is hard work. You don't know what I'm talking about. Go sit on the couch all day for about eight, ten hours. Amen. You're going to find yourself very sore at the end of that day. Amen. You know, the funny thing is, the, the first part of my sabbatical, something had happened to my back. And it was just, it was hurting. You know what made it quit? 
when I went outside and mowed the yard and weeded it, my back felt so, I mean, it just like snapping your fingers, I felt better. <laughs> well, I'm just going to lay down and take a pill. I'm just going to lay down and take a pill. Oh, yeah, that's going to make you feel so much better. Amen. Keep on doing that. Amen. Or you can get up and say, God is good. It's a beautiful day. Amen. I've got everything to be thankful for. Amen. Uh, come on, somebody. Amen. Why don't we quit sitting around and waiting for God to do something? Amen. And start reminding him. Amen. That he cannot lie. It's been it's been twelve years. It's been twelve years and we don't have our baby and I'm just gonna crawl up in the hole and die. I'm losing all my hair. No help from the congregation. I think I was in my early twenties at least. Thank you very much. Amen. It's just not happening for me. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna give up. <laughs> amen. Or, amen. I can look for that one thing that God wants. Amen. Hallelujah. I can look for that one thing that God wants for me. Uh, amen. And that. Exactly. I haven't seen Caesar. Amen. God is not done. Uh, his promise is still there. Amen. But I gotta get up, uh, and I gotta get it. God is so good. Come on, I said, God is so good. Amen. You see, Satan likes to just. We, <laughs> we live in this great nation, this great United States of America, and we're so spoiled. I mean, we all have, for the most part, have running water. We don't have to, you know, use the outhouse. So we expect everything to be easy. So then when it's not easy, we, ju we just backslide. But, you know, the last time I checked, Pastor, you came back from Texas with a word. A few words, actually. And I refuse to believe that this church is going to go through any kind of poverty or any kind of financial hardship because that's just, you know what we should do when that happens? We should be like, well, thank you, Jesus, for reminding me about your promise. Thank you, Jesus. You know, God did not allow me and make a way for me to get mostly out of debt just for me to start working overtime like I was again. I'm sorry I refuse to believe that because, amen, this world is not my provider. Amen. I said this, whoa, I got to work. Amen. The Bible says if you don't work, you're worse than an infidel and deny the faith. That means you're rejected of God. Amen. So if you're a man, you better work. Amen. I'm going to work and do my part. Amen. But I don't have to go back and work the hours I was working because God, amen, has already made a way. <laughs> but you got to open your mouth and you got to remind God of some things. Amen. You got to open your mouth and remind God of some things. Some of y'all. 
believe this tonight, and some of y'all are staring at me like I'm just the dumbest thing on God's planet. Amen. And it might be pretty close to the true, but this is still the Holy Ghost. I'm just going to tell you, God used Balaam's donkey. <laughs> Why don't you just, it, it's 15 till right now. Amen. I could preach. Amen. And we can not have an altar call, but I, that'd be a waste of time. Everybody, why don't you just stand up right now? Come on. I want everybody to just respond to the, to the word of God tonight. Come on. Let's get some music up here. Amen. Romans chapter 8 verse 26 says, Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. Amen. For we know not what we should pray as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. You see, I know there's some people, I'm not just trying to bash anybody over the head. Amen. We've, we've been in that place before where we've struggled to pray. Amen. But I want to tell you something. Sometimes you're in a position where you just don't have any words. You say, Lord, I, have, I feel like I've almost cried my last tear. I've almost prayed my last prayer. I just don't know what to say. And the Bible says, listen, pray in the Holy Ghost. Amen. And that spirit will make intercession for you. Amen. With groaning. Sometimes you'll just start screaming and groaning. And it'll come out from the pit of your stomach. Amen. You won't even know what you're praying. Amen. But in that moment, God is making a way. Thanks for taking the time to take in today's program. This is a media ministry outreach of Truth Apostolic Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. For more information about our ministry, visit our website. We're doing it. We're trying our best. Praise God to put it all out. Amen. Out there on every platform we possibly can. Hallelujah. And I'm glad because the world, hallelujah, amen, needs to know that what I have, amen, is being filled with the Spirit, amen, can change their life.